Hello, everybody. This is Aston Osai, Superintendent of St. Louis Park Public Schools, and you're listening to the Share the Mic podcast, the show that explores what connects our school community, who we are as individuals, and who we are as a collective. Through conversations with students, staff, and community members, we'll talk about what brings us joy, our hopes and dreams, and our connection to our strategic plan for racial equity transformation. Charlotte and Amir, I'm ex- just super excited to to be here with you all today. Like, I don't know if you all know, but I'm like super fans. Um, the, the work that you all did this summer as youth data analysts, which I'm I'm hoping to talk a little bit about today. Um, just listening to you all present your research and talk about like what the hopes and dreams are from the yeah. community and the recommendations mm-hmm. that you all provided, I think is, is really powerful. So yeah. thank you for being here. Like if I, if I am like going to fan guy mode a little bit, <laughs> don't, don't, don't knock me. Right. But yeah. I, be, I know I have a great deal of appreciation for you too, and, and know a little bit about you, but would you be willing to just share with our community more about who you are? You know, maybe even a little bit, how long have you been here in St. Louis Park public schools? I don't know, Charlotte, do you want to go first? Okay, fine. Anywho, um, I'm Charlotte Cox. I am a sophomore this year, and I've been here since fifth grade. I switched to St. Louis Park. Excellent. Yeah, um, my name is Amira Abdurrahman. I'm a senior at St. Louis Park, which is still so crazy to think about because I came here six years ago in the sixth grade. Um, And, you know, I think I found, like, a real good community here. But, um, yeah, I've been here a while, and I'm still kind of shocked that I'll be walking that stage in June. But, um don't yeah. say it like that. Jeez. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just like. That's so wild. weird. I keep getting reminded. Really my teachers, my teachers. Amira. You should come. I Bring one of those maybe. like air. We'll see. Um, oh, the air horns? The air horns. I'm that not are one really of those loud. people. <laughs> no. Oh, there's a, there will be some air horns there. There definitely will be. There will definitely be some celebration. There were last year. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hearing you say, right, so fifth grade, Charlotte, sixth mm-hmm. grade, Amira. So you all have been around a long time. You've yes. experienced yep. a, a lot here in St. Louis Park Public School. Charlotte, you got a little bit of elementary, middle mm-hmm. school, and now mm-hmm. high school. Amira, you got the full middle school experience in high school. What's been like, what's been one of your favorite memories since, since being a student here in, in St. Louis Park Public Schools? I think honestly, like the teaching staff, like they're just so like kind and like mm-hmm. they listen and like obviously there's few and far between that there's like some bad teachers, but for the most part it's overall good and I can be like, well I'd like consider myself friends with teachers, not mm-hmm. in like a weird way, but yeah. like like I'm friends with a lot of teachers and I like talk to them on my, like obviously on a daily basis because I yeah. see them daily and it's just nice to have that kind of connection with teachers. Absolutely. I definitely yeah. echo that sentiment that you have, Charlotte. Um, I think I made a lot of memories, like, even just, like, within the classroom, like, um, I'd probably say, like, my favorites actually happened, like, outside of school, but then the people, with the people in the St. Louis Park community, so, like, kind of, like, the extracurricular activities, like, the clubs that I've been a part of, um, I think those have stuck with me, like, the longest, um, my favorite, like, one of my favorite memories, like, of all time, these, this happened years ago, so in middle school, I did Model UN conferences with, Um, a couple of kids that were in my grade and then a couple of the kids in the younger grades and it was just so much fun doing those and spending time like you know that you've built a good relationship with the people that you go to school with when you can like hang out with them outside of school and still have fun oh for sure right you said model UN yeah I mean and you said that was middle school yeah we're trying to start something here in at the high school okay um like a club for that too um, before I leave so like one more year to do it 
No, I, I love it. And what I'm hearing from both of you, right, is it's really the people. You know, Charlotte, you talked about the the teachers that you've had over the years in the mirror I'm hearing you talk about certainly teachers but just the relationships you've built with with friends either in clubs you know you reference model UN or just other activities right I know you're in in band as well you were talking about you know trying out some new instruments and stuff like that so um as I mentioned when we were starting like I became fans of yours just through your work with um the youth data analyst um summer internship program would you would you two be willing to talk a little bit about that experience and what it meant to you as current students to to kind of engage in that type of research sure Um, I can go first yeah Yeah. Um, so I guess just for context for anybody that is listening um, youth data analysts are basically a group of students where we analyze a question um, that either like we come up with it ourselves or like this year we were actually like given a question to research Uh, and it was like what are the hopes and dreams of our community and I think this was really special because not only did we get to look at like data that was collected from previous years, but we also got to go out and ask our community what they really wanted out of the district, which I think is super important if you're in any position of leadership to talk about and to ask, is to ask the people that you're representing and ask the people that you're serving, like what what they want out of you and what kind of like what their hopes and dreams are. And I think that looking towards the future, I mean, I saw it as pretty bright and like getting the responses from our community and like what St. Louis Park Schools is doing well and then what we could do better on I think has just been so important and so valuable and it's taught me to seek out experience uh, seek out voices and seek out like the knowledge of experiences that other people have had like just in my own day-to-day life Mm -hmm. yeah I think for me it was that I felt like valued as a person and less so like just a student because I know in a lot of places like you're just a student like you're just a kid you don't have a voice but the fact that I was able to research for the school and then recommend like (laughs) every single school in the district to do certain things that like it felt like I had a voice and I had power and I feel like it like gave me a, me the ability to like keep going because I knew that like someday I'd have the power without even having to like go seek for it like mm. I could just have it because I was like I don't know like a professional or something no I hear you I, I appreciate that you know and what's really unique about the work that you all did is that like the work of the youth data analyst this directly connected to our strategic plan here in St. Louis Park Public Schools. So we have different areas of focus. One of those areas of focus that we have is called students at the center. So specifically every summer, as we have different groups of students going through the youth data analyst process, we we take their recommendations and not only work to implement them, but like hold ourselves accountable to doing that, right? right? Mm-hmm. So over the past couple of years, um, there have been um, there, there have been changes around like the way that we give students access to um, advanced courses, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've modified um, even like gifted and talented programming K-8 and moved to more of a talent development model. A lot of that came out of the research mm-hmm, of, sure. of youth data yeah. analysts. Plus, you know, we had a group of teachers that, that got together and did a three-year curriculum and program review process. Yeah. But that, that youth data analyst data was was really important. And then the, the second... Um, um, cohort of students focused on um, 
exclusionary practices and disproportionality within that, and which really influenced um, our, our, our policy around student behavior and really influenced us going deeper into restorative practices. So I'm super excited, right, about like, so how is this work that you all did around hopes and dreams going to influence, you know, our, our district as we work to implement that this school year, your recommendations? What, what were some of the things that you learned or heard from community members as you were talking to them about their hopes and dreams? I think we heard like a lot of really good feedback and like community members talked about how they sometimes didn't get all the information, especially we like heard from a lot of Spanish speaking families that they didn't get all the information. And I like, it was really good. Like it wasn't necessarily like good to hear that because obviously that's not good, but I'm right. glad we were able to find that information and we were then able to relay it to like you guys and everybody who we presented to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Also, um, there was a lot of talk, I guess, from students and um, parents about expectations. Yeah. Um, and I think that in any school district, there should be this standard where the district believes in their students' brilliance and That's every right. teacher believes in their students' right. brilliance. And some students said that they felt that they had teachers that did that. And then some felt like with some practices in the district, that wasn't necessarily the case. So we were able to kind of balance that out and take what was working for the students that say that their teachers believe in them and then apply that to make sure that we can come up with a recommendation that every single teacher can follow yeah. um, to make sure that students are able to see that they're believed in. Because I think that if people know that others believe in them, like they can believe in themselves even more. Yeah. And that's like super important. Also, um, Another thing that we heard from the community was that they loved St. Louis Park for its diversity. And I heard so many times from parents and students, diversity, 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 we love it. Um, but then also they echoed, a lot of them echoed the sentiment that, um, especially the students that they might not have been learning like mm -hmm. as much about it and like celebrating people, different people's cultures. And mm -hmm. that while the room itself might've been diverse, like students might not have felt that like the learning was. Oh, wow. So we took that into account with our recommendations. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that just everything that we heard was so valuable. So yeah, important. for sure. No, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciated it hearing it this summer and just even hearing it again. Um, I'm excited about the recommendation because I, I think if we can lean into what people have told us they need and that they want from us that we can just make a better school experience for all of our students and families. And um, I really appreciate the the conversation around brilliance, you know, and if I haven't, if I haven't told you all, like I certainly I'm a fan, but you two are extremely brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant scholars. And I'm just thankful to be able to share this space with you today and, and continually learn from you. Um, one of the pieces that um, I'm thinking about, as I think about hopes and dreams, knowing that you all have invested a lot in St. Louis Park Public Schools over the years. You know, Amira, you were saying that you're going to blink your eyes and you're going to be crossing that stage, yeah, right? Yeah. So what, what are your hopes and dreams for St. Louis Park Public Schools as someone that's getting ready to um, finish up your time here? And then, Charlotte, I have the same question for you because I know you got a couple of years still with us here. Yeah. Well, I just hope that, like, long after I'm gone that, administrators and teachers and just like the adults in the building keep seeking out student voice mm. um, any opportunity that I've gotten and like over the years I just want to thank you for giving me opportunities oh, yeah. to be able to get my voice out there yeah. um, and be able to like represent kind of what my class and like what like yeah. my peers want out of the district and I just think that it's super important so I hope that um, even when I'm like in college or even like out of college after that that um, 
this place continues to be special and seeking out student voice because that's so valuable and like if there's anything that taught me how valuable it is it's definitely been this the work that we did this summer going back to that i just it's so important yeah absolutely i mean i don't know i think like i'm excited to obviously be done because i don't like school but that's a whole other situation Not we're gonna have to, yeah, we're gonna come back to that i have to, well, i need yeah. to learn more but about um that. I don't know. I mean, I really like my time here because um, I was at two other schools before St. Louis okay. Park. And I mean, obviously, I stayed. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> tells you something. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm excited because we do have, like, academic rigor here. And I'm excited to go through the yeah. rigorous process. No, I, I love <laughs> it. And I'm not going to – I'll save it for after the podcast, you know. But I, I – um, one of the pieces that you mentioned earlier is about, like, why you like it here um and you talked about adults and i and i appreciate you saying that you know like education um public education for that matter is i I would say sometimes a profession in which the adults that work in this profession don't always you know hear positive things a lot of times Mm -hmm. you know most well i can speak for myself most of the times when i'm hearing from people it's because something's not going right you know so i really appreciate the two of you like acknowledging the impact that the adults have on your lived experience here. And I, I was wondering if there was any particular adult or just person in the organization that has had a positive impact on your life that you would want to acknowledge right now and just thank for the impact that they've had on you as a student here in St. Louis Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a great question. See, there's so many that yeah. I just, just I so just want to say, like, the majority of the teaching staff here yeah. I think, especially the ones that I've come across yeah. that I've built relationships with. I remember, I think just when we did the back to school kickoff and I got right. to see the middle school staff again. Yeah. I know a couple of teachers that recognized me and I, yeah. I, I, I haven't been there in years, but like just having the conversations like it, even though like we've both like grown and, um, you know, had different experiences and like been through so many different teachers and students and like classes and things like that. I think like the relationship is still there yeah. and I was able to like converse with them like they were my friends and it was just I, I mean, it was amazing. Oh, like, I to love see. it. I love it. And that wasn't you. You all are so wise beyond your ears, right? I, I asked you a question. I try to put you in a put you in a spot, and you eloquently <laughs> answered it in a way. I, I get it, right? So I'm hearing I you name say, drop, but then I feel like it was yeah, single people. Oh yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah like, no, you know? I, I love yeah. it. And here and here's why I asked the question, right? I asked the question because um, I, I think that acknowledgement is an important thing, right. right? And I and what my hope is that every single day the adults that work in this organization have an experience that brings them joy yeah, um, because sure. this this should be a profession um, and a vocation that is joyful, you know? So yeah. I, I asked the question, um, loving the way you all responded, <laughs> right? Because really what you're saying is that the, the adults you encounter on a daily basis have a positive impact on your life, and it wouldn't be fair to necessarily single one person out, right? Yeah, it's hard the, to as yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, and I think the big thing is that, like, they treat us like equals and they talk to us like equals, mm. and it's we're not, like, belittled. Like, the teachers that I don't necessarily like or I don't like being around are the teachers that talk, like, down to you. Like, mm. I've always had an issue with that, and, like, it's just, like – here most of the teachers like see well they don't see you as equals but they talk to you like we're equals and they're able to like make that connection with you like as equals instead of being like some like person super mm-hmm. high and mm-hmm. we're super low like it's like we're more equal yeah, nice. I sure. think I think the biggest thing the teachers that I really love are the ones that you know see beyond like beyond the student in you and see you as a person yeah 
I think that's so, so important. I think it's important for students as well to see teachers as people because honestly, like, we come here every single day and we have a job to do and um, we understand that we have to get it done, but, like, it doesn't have to be just that. Like, we can also enjoy ourselves and, like, be ourselves. Oh, yeah. And I think those classrooms are the ones that are the safest for me to be in and the most enjoyable for me to be in. Yeah. That's so oh. important. When even though we have classes that offer stuff like that, like we're able to be ourselves in classes, we have extracurricular, extra that we are able to like be ourselves in. Like I do synchronized swimming and I found a very good community there. And like, I found people that like I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. And even if like I was in the middle school and they were in the high school, we were still friends. We'd like mm-hmm. talk a lot. Like it's nice that we're able to just have those connections. Wow. You know, something that many would think is such a simple thing, right? Like having people show up as their full authentic self or just show up and being human. Like I'm, I'm hearing the two of you provide examples about where you feel most connected in this no spaces where you can just show up as who you are, right? right? And not have to pretend to be something that you aren't. And like what, what, what would like public education in general be like if every student could just show up as who they are and be loved and accepted for who they are, you know, and I, and, and I appreciate you all saying that because in St. Louis Park public schools, we work so hard, you know, um, regardless of if it's somebody's race, um, ethnicity, culture, um, you know, um, gender identity, expression, whatever it may be, we try to create an environment where people can show up as their full authentic self. So to hear you two say, the environments that energize you the most are those spaces. It just re- really reinforces um, who we want to be and who we're striving to be here in St. Louis Park yes, Public Schools. We certainly do beautiful. a very good job of that. Oh, that's awesome. Spaces, yeah, thank yes. you for that. Um, I, I appreciate you all sharing a little bit about your hopes and dreams because that, that helps me, right? And I, I know that we heard from, you know, many parents and students over the summer about their hopes and dreams. And, and you know, Charlotte, I heard a little bit from you. Specifically, you isolated um, the experience of, um, some of our multilingual families, and I think you said particularly like Spanish-speaking families and having access to communication and translations and things like that. And Amira, you talked about um, the need for um, students to, to have challenge rigor expectations, but, but more importantly, like to see the brilliance in children, right? Yes. Because sometimes when... Um, you don't believe that a student is brilliant, you may not challenge them accordingly, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Was, there, was there anything else that you all heard uh, that you would want to share or want people to know about from, from the research that you did this summer? I think just seeing that it has impact is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. just this morning I was talking to Dr. Sylvie Lafayette, who we worked a lot with this <laughs> summer and like definitely enjoyed She's that. Amazing She's too. amazing. She, yeah, she brings me joy. And yeah, sure. what she told me was um, one of our recommendations, we asked for the district to be able to create more positions like for students to be able to do things similar to what we did um, and get paid for it because um again like what you were saying about st louis park school public schools and how it wants to have um, student voice be at the center of everything that they do um and we felt that like communication was something um, that we were hearing from the community that was a little bit lacking in some spaces so we thought what better way to fix that than to um have more positions like what we were doing this summer and have more um, opportunities for students to be able to do that. And so I was talking to Dr. Lafayette this morning and she said that there were a couple of kids that were hired 
by the district because mm-hmm. of that recommendation that yeah. we had. So seeing that like as an example of like mm-hmm. what's what's come to light because of what we did, that was just amazing. Oh yeah, no, that's awesome. Like our yeah. team, I think I, we have to commend our team for that because that yeah. was really, I'm so for glad sure. that we were able to see that happen. And like that's to it. touch on that, like not to brag, but we got paid. <laughs> like that just goes to show like you guys actually value our voices yeah. because exactly. a lot of places would be like, yeah hey, we want you, and, like, take us all summer, because we did, like, this was a nine-week program. Oh, yeah. So we were, like, here a lot, and we had a lot of work to do. And I know a lot of places would have just been, like, do the work and, like, mm-hmm. not get paid. So the fact that, like, we were able to get, like, show that we were valued by, like, monetarily. But, oh, yeah, like, we were, sure. we were able <laughs> to, like, get, like, it showed us that we were actually, like, deeply valued instead of just, like, you're totally valued like we were actually i hear you shown that we were valued. yeah I, and thank you for saying that so if there are any um you know companies organizations listening to this podcast right now and you want to contribute to the valuing and and engagement of students through experiences certainly we are open to any donations anything that yes, you want to do to make sure <laughs> that we can um continue to provide these top opportunities yes. for students because i agree with you you know i i feel bad asking students to do stuff um, for free because I don't I, I know that there's an aspect that as human beings we have to you know I think it's important for us to have like a service oriented mind right. but also um, you all did some serious work this summer yes. I know I checked in on you a couple of times and I'm like oh my goodness you all are working extremely hard right so I'm I'm thankful that I feel like I'm thankful that we were able to um, you know compensate you with financially but I think we could have paid you even more because you you all were doing like college level <laughs> um, research right and, yeah. and I know that there were several people from universities here supporting yeah. and I would that yeah. they would attest that the level of research that you all were, were doing was college level so yes. yeah, that was awesome was there you know speaking of that was there like any scholarship any readings that you did this summer that you think is important for our community to explore and learn more about to to grow in their understanding of who they are and and where we want to go as a community yeah i mean i was thinking like in the context of post-covid which we know the pandemic's not entirely over but like i think generally it's become less and less of like a worry on people's minds Mm -hmm. but um when it was um we read this article that was titled i think the post-pandemic reset the reset yeah by gloria latson billings and what she was talking about was we cannot go back to how we were pre-pandemic where Mm. we weren't seeing every single student's needs as the exact same i mean where we were seeing students needs as the exact same Mm. even though students are so like vastly different and there was a lot of like equity issues with that where student and I, I just want to like racialize because it's so important yeah. where students of color were just not receiving the same services right. and um they weren't their needs weren't being met in the same way that white kids mm-hmm. needs were mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit and everyone was kind of in the same situation but even then like you could see the inequities coming to light yeah. and i think it was brought more to light like because of the pandemic so coming back into in-person school and things like that, and we were, when we were reading it, and Latson Buildings, what she said was, we can't go back to the way that things used to be and that we should aim for a progressive education system, mm-hmm. not where we are going you know, back in time. Right, mm-hmm. right. That, that definitely impacted me and like impacted our work, I think I would say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's we powerful scholarship. That <laughs> no, for sure. Well, I, I have 
two more questions for you, sure. all right? Um, so the, the first question is just connected to, like, what brings you all joy? You know, a little bit ago I talked about the importance of adults in this organization finding joy in their work. You know, seeing this as a vocation, understanding the impact that they're having on on our democracy, right? So what, what brings you all joy on a daily basis, either connected to St. Louis Park Public Schools or or something outside of the, the school day? Sure. Um, I think it's just being in the moment, you know, making yeah. memories. I think a lot of us are too stressed about like the future, yeah, or the past. Sure. Maybe they'll be like leaning into the past. I mean, and I definitely have had that. But I think just like being in the moment and kind of being present and experiencing everything, you know, in school mm-hmm. and outside of school, whether that's, you know, hanging with my friends here, learning new things that I didn't think that I, I mean, I would ever learn. And then, you know, just outside of school, being with my family, which who are like so important to yeah. me. Um, getting to do the things that I love to do, you know, like my hobbies. I think that's just, that's what brings me joy. And then being able to share that with other people, that's just so important to me. Yeah. I I think for me, just finding like the things that I find like fun day to day. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I really like driving. Okay. I got my permit. (laughs) So that's fun. I know. I'm so fancy. (laughs) Anywho, but like, it just depends on the season. Like during synchro season, like that's super fun and getting to see my friends every day and stuff like that. And I think just finding the little things in your day that like make you happy and making sure you do them and like get to them and prioritize them so you can have that little bit of joy it's always a little it's always the little things that matter i think i know i got advice recently to just um take a moment in your day to do something small that brings you joy so like in the moments that i'm stressed or you know i'm worried about something or just like there's a lot going on you know there there's something there to ground myself i think that also brings me joy oh yeah very wise this is um wow that's powerful you know i as i was sitting there listening to the both of you i was like literally so much wisdom there and things that i need to like take into my daily lived experience this idea of just being present in the moment you know i'm always thinking about what do i have to do next Mm -hmm. right and then just all of the little things, right? That every single day. So I have a 10 year old and a six year old, which like every moment with them is super comical. But sometimes (laughs) because I'm always rushing, I've missed these moments, right? So now like what you all, what you all just offered around this idea of joy, I appreciate it um, because it means a lot. And actually if I could just even lean into a little bit of what you're offering, right? I'm sure um, I would have a more joyful um, life. So thank you for sharing that. And then just the last thing that I have um, before we close out is that and this is kind of like you know as part of this podcast the share the mic podcast it's kind of like our mic drop right so it's yeah. it's um what um is there any final remarks or closing comments that that you have or that you would want to share um with our with our listening audience i don't know i mean just like thank you for having us like thank you giving us the voice again like we talked about it all the time like the fact that you're letting students on here because a lot of the times it'd be like adults and there's no like Oh, wow. Students. Well, just know that this is this is literally the first first podcast, That's right? Exciting. Yeah, That's this exciting. is the first one. So you you all are kicking us off. And first one, best one. First one, best one. You heard it here. First You're one, best one. You're not gonna top this man. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, but thank you for being here, Charlotte. Thank yes. you for being here, Amira. Was thank there anything you, you wanted you. to? Is there any you know anything you wanted to share? Closing remarks. Um. Yeah, I think just to kind of summarize like what we've been talking about, because some good things that I've been talking about. Um. What we've been like talking about. So first of all, I just want to say, um, to anybody like listening, please, please, please try to seek out the little things in your life oh, that yeah. bring you joy. That is so so important to do because I think that generally like your mental health, like you those little things that you do to take care of yourself are just so important. And I think 
they change the way that you look at life entirely. For and sure. then also seek out the voices that you might not get to hear every single day. Mm-hmm. So, so important as well, because, um, you know, I think if the district hadn't done that, then we wouldn't even be here right now. No, I wouldn't would have not. met Charlotte. No, anyways. we wouldn't have. I didn't um, know who you were. No. Stranger danger. man. <laughs> <laughs> So I just think generally, like, yeah. even outside of the school context, like, just um, look to see perspectives that aren't your own. I think yes. that's so huge. Wow. Well, I, I love it. I mean, and what you what the two of you have offered, I mean, if if those that are listening, viewing, don't see the brilliance, right, that you all possess, um, I, they must have been sleeping and had their ears <laughs> closed the whole time. But thank you so much thank for, you for, for being you. here. And I'm looking forward to continue to learn from you all. So have a have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Thank you. This has been Shared a Mike. I'm Aston Osai, Superintendent of St. Louis Park Public Schools. <laughs>